Brother Montoro and several of the men came over, in fact, and helped us to unpack our U-Haul. And, and you know, I remember Brother Montoro said, I've never seen so many boxes in my life. And we did have a lot of things. I tell you, when we started unpacking, we got down to where we had a, just a circle of boxes in the downstairs. And I said, dear, I'm give out. She says, well, we got to put them away. So I thank God for a good wife. And the Lord's been good to us these years. And I just, I, I'm so thankful for what God does in our lives. And, and that God, God has put his hand upon this church so that it can be such a, a lighthouse in this city. I thank God for the opportunity to come and, and work here. And as he was mentioning about getting acclimated, Brother Montoro said, we need, to, we need to fix this room over here and make it a prophet's chamber. And we walked in that room and he said, over here we're going to put a sofa and over here we're going to put a shower and we're going to put a commode here. And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding. And, and many of you, you, this is your church, you know where that prophet's chamber is. And, you know, we started working on that, and, and I think that helped me a long ways in acclimation. You can do a lot with little. Amen? You can do a lot. You know, we used to, back, back home, you could take a bus and you could turn it around in the parking lot of the church. We don't even have a parking lot, much less a bus. And we do things a lot differently here. And, you know, God is good. And, and God wants churches to be in New York City. God wants more churches to be in New York City. Just as the Lord said in Matthew chapter 9, we need to pray the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. There's a great need, and there's much of New York City that's not reached untouched, that needs the gospel. They need shepherds, just as the Lord Jesus Christ said. And I want, if you would, take your Bibles tonight, and we're going to turn to Matthew chapter number 16. Matthew chapter number 16. A very familiar passage here that we're going to look at. You know, God has done a miraculous and a divine work in the way that he puts Scripture together. And, and taking Scripture in its context is vital. It's vital. So as we look tonight in Matthew 16, and we look at uh, verse beginning with verse number 13, the Bible says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's pray, and we'll, we'll continue. Heavenly Father, God, thank you, Lord, for this time. God, we just thank you that, that our church, Gospel Light Baptist Church, can come and to fellowship tonight and to be able to participate in the celebration of what you have done here at Open Door Bible Baptist Church. We praise you, Father. We love you, Lord Jesus. And God, we thank you for thy Holy Spirit and, and God, the work that you do in each one of our lives. Heavenly Father, God, tonight, Lord, we just pray that we would see your word and see the truth and see the progression here 
that's revealed to Peter and to the disciples uh, that is so important, dear God, for us in our lives and our churches. God, we just pray that, Lord, your, your word would have free course, your filling tonight, your help. Dear God, may your name be honored and glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, the church is the work of God. Amen? It's a work of God. The church was a mystery to the Old Testament saints, but it was revealed and started by the Lord Jesus Christ. Literally everything, think of this, everything eternal and lasting that we know has been started and will be finished by the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Time didn't start with our lives, amen? Time didn't start with the, the, the uh, building of the world, the, the creation of the world by God Almighty. God has always been and always will be. And he's given us the privilege to know him and to know eternal life, amen? And the church is a work of God for this time. As, we, as I mentioned, the context and the flow of this passage is, going to, is something that we're going to look at tonight. First of all, we need to follow Jesus as he builds his church. In verse 15, he asked Peter, he asked the disciples, didn't he? And we know Peter, right? Peter opened his mouth and he spoke first. And the Bible tells us there, he saith unto them, but whom say ye that I am? That's an important question for all of us tonight. Who do you say that the Lord Jesus Christ is? Men on the streets, men here and there and people all over have ideas and, and thoughts and philosophies. But who do you say that I am, Jesus said? And this is important. This is where it all begins. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art the Messiah. Thou art the chosen one. You, you are Christ. You are God. And Jesus answered in verse 17 and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. You know, our Heavenly Father reveals to us that Jesus is the Christ. God the Father reveals to an individual. Uh, he uses messengers. He uses his whole, the Holy Spirit works as the Word of God is given and preached. And God reveals to individuals that Christ is the Savior. And that Jesus is God. And God reveals it to us. And, and, and we make a decision upon that to trust Christ as our Savior. If we think of this, God the Father reveals to mankind who Jesus is. Let me ask you, how can you be a child of God if God does not reveal Christ to you? You can't. How can you be a member of this Bible-believing church or in any other if you do not have Christ revealed to you? You cannot. God, and think of this, God has never tried to build his church with unbelievers. Never has. Man tries to do that. Do you know, we, we don't need to give instructions to God. We need to find out the instructions of God. Amen. We need God's instructions. We need God's guidance. God gives us the understanding. God gives us the guidance from the Holy Scriptures. We, need, we don't need more books. 
We need to stay within the parameters of the confines of the Word of God. God's Word shows us what He wants to do. When, when we pray, we, we think of, of Proverbs, where there is no vision, the people perish. We need to pray, God, show me your vision. God, show me your direction. God, show me your leading. And it won't be contrary to the Word of God. It will be in line with the Word of God. It will be led by the Word of God. When, when the Lord had said these things to Peter, he said in verse 18, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, thou art a stone, and upon this rock, Jesus said upon himself, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That, that's, that's the beginning. That's where it all starts. We need to follow Jesus as he builds his church. Amen. And secondly, tonight, we need to follow Jesus as he leads. As he leads. There's a progression here, an important progression. We see in verse 21, from that time forth. Think of that phrase. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Peter made the confession, thou art the Christ. And that was established in the hearts and minds of the others. From that time forth, he began to to teach them and help them to understand, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be uh, taken into the hands of, uh, of the priests and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, and I will be killed. Peter's listening to this. The disciples are listening to this. And he says, and be raised again the third day. Now, Peter took him in verse 22. Peter took him. It gives us a, a, an idea almost like, like Peter put his hands on Christ turned him around to look him in the eyes. And he began to rebuke the Lord Jesus Christ. It's it's real awkward right now. It's real awkward right now. Something's not right. Peter just confessed that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Now the Lord uh, reveals some of his vision. This is God's vision. He's revealing it to Peter. Peter begins to rebuke the Lord. And he says, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. This, this, this cannot happen. You cannot go through this. Suffer, no. Be crucified, absolutely not. But he had to understand. You, you know, there's some things that we don't understand. And we have to wait on the Lord and we have to let the Lord lead us and let the Lord help us. Even when we don't understand, God is right. Even if we object, God is right. Even if we refuse to follow, which is not the way to go, God's right. When we don't understand, we need to say, God, give me, help me, give me understanding. We need to go back to Proverbs chapter 2 and cry after wisdom and cry after knowledge. Let the Lord guide us and give us uh, discernment and discretion. In verse 23, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. He was, he was as an, an, an ambassador or a spokesman for Satan at that moment. The Lord says, get thee behind me, Satan. 
Let the words of the Lord stand. Amen. Thou art an offense unto me. He first got it right. But the second thing he didn't get right. He didn't get it right. Because he was having troubles with the Lord's will. The Lord's vision. The Lord's leading. The Lord's direction. And the Lord said. For thou savorest not the things that be of God. But those that be of men. You know. There's a lot of people that. That want to be pampered. People that want to stay in the comfort zone. Those many, many people want to be lifted up. Pride's rampant in the world. Pride's rampant in our own Christian lives. And the Lord's the one that needs to be lifted up. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. He said, thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. So we see, secondly, here the Lord, he rebukes Peter and to, to get Peter on the right path. Peter didn't understand yet. Christ had a cup he had to drink. Christ had a cross to carry and to be nailed to. Christ had to die for our sin and had to rise again to justify you and I. Christ Jesus does know the way and is the way for each believer. Amen? For every single one of us. How can a church be what God wants it to be if we don't follow His designs, His will? Amen? Lastly tonight, we need to follow Jesus to find true life. First, Peter, he acknowledged and he believed exactly what God wanted him to believe. And then he gets instruction and he's corrected and he's directed in the right way. And the Lord... Building on this, we come to this thought, how we need to follow Jesus to find true life. There are these necessary steps. And in verse 24, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You know, the Lord, the Lord went to Calvary. The Lord went to shed his blood. The Lord, doesn't, uh, the Lord doesn't ask us to shed blood for others to be forgiven. That work's finished by the Lord and we cannot do that. What the Lord asks of us today is that we would lay down our lives and that we would live for Him. That we would be a living sacrifice unto the Lord. First Christ died. Now we need to deny ourselves. Christ died and we need to carry our cross. Christ died and we need to follow him, follow him, follow the word, follow scripture, follow the truth that God gives us. And we and we look here in in verse 25. Notice this for whosoever, whosoever. Do you know? He's not he's not addressing the crowd here. He's speaking to the disciples. Disciple means learner. He's speaking to them, the believers. And he says, whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. You save it, you're going to lose it. If you lose it, you're going to find it. That's what the Lord says. We, that doesn't make sense to our flesh, does it? 
It doesn't make sense to our earthly minds. And, and that's why when, when we understand that Christ is God and we trust Him as our Savior, and we understand that Christ had to be crucified for our sins, it's building in our heart and life. We're understanding Because without him, we would perish in the lake of fire. Without his resurrection, we wouldn't be justified. And now the Lord, he looks looks to his disciples. He looks to you and I tonight. And if we're going to continue, if we're going to be his disciples indeed, we need to also lay down our life, pick up our cross, and follow him. We're bought with a price. We're bought with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't belong to ourselves. The way that Open Door Bible Baptist Church is going to grow and flourish and honor God is by by following Christ. Following the word of God. Following what God has given us. What is it that influences our decision? This is an amazing thought. And, And as we look at verse number 26... For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Is there anything that we can involve ourselves in? Anything that we can obtain? Anything that, uh, that is the price of our soul? Anything? The Lord tells us in, in earlier in Matthew that we cannot serve God in mammon. We can't serve God and gain for ourselves. The Lord wants us to live for Him. And it's amazing how that when we do live for God, how the Lord blesses us. How the Lord takes care of us. How the Lord guides us. How the Lord gives us peace in our heart when there is no peace around. That's the work of God. Jesus will come. The Bible tells us here that He will come and He will reward each of us according to our works. In verse 27, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and then He shall reward every man according to His works. Every one. And do you know, again, He was speaking to the disciples. He's speaking to the believers. The Lord speaks to believers tonight, here tonight. And do you know, every one of us is going to be are rewarded according to our works. If we, if we say, you know, I'm going to keep my life to myself, you're going to realize, I believe you're going to realize in this lifetime, maybe some don't. Most likely some don't, but you know, you're going to realize in this lifetime after you've lived that way for a while and you've resisted the Lord and you've resisted His guidance and you've resisted His word that your life is gone. You have lost it. But do you know if you will live for the Lord and you'll take up your cross and you'll follow Him, you're going to be like your Savior. You're going to be following Him. You're going to be bringing honor and glory to Him and not to self. And God can do a great work. The Lord's the one that started the church. The Lord's building the church and He's using individuals that are cross carriers to build His church. Amen? Tonight, do you believe Jesus is the Christ, the chosen of God, God the Son? If you believe that, follow Him. Follow Christ. Follow His Word. Do you believe that Jesus knows the right way? And you do not always know the right way? That I don't always know the right way? You don't always know the right way? If you believe that, follow Him. Follow Him, amen? 
Do you realize and believe that you must deny yourself and take up your cross? Follow him. Follow him. Amen. And it's just a simple, a simple truths here. But you know, the Lord gives us a progression here and it's exciting to see. And you know, boy, when we, when we fight against that, it's difficult in our lives. But when we yield to that and we follow him, there's just such a joy and such a peace and a happiness in following and serving the Lord. Praise God for what he's doing in our lives. Amen. Let's pray. God, we love you and thank you, God, for, Lord, your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the life that you've given us, Lord. God, we fail you and we make wrong decisions. And sometimes we're like Peter and we think we know better. Dear God, help us. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you for your correction. Thank you for direction and, and guiding us. Thank you, dear God, that you give us the truth and show us that we we need to deny ourselves because living for self is not profitable. The things of this world are not eternal. Oh, God, help us. God, bless this church and use it for your glory and honor. God, build it. Lord, help people to follow your guidelines and follow your word. Lord, bless Pastor Montoro, Mrs. Montoro. And thank you for, Lord, their lives and their sacrifice and the sacrifice of these people. God, take them and use them for your glory and honor, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.